Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at NewBalance.com. Good morning, Bucknutters. It is Tuesday, September 28th, 2021. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning Five and Change. If it's Tuesday, that can mean only one thing. Dwayne Long is here. Roxy may be here. Dwayne, how goes it? Uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. It is Dwayne and Roxy today. I don't know why she's decided to join uh, the Bucknuts Five and Change, but she has. If it makes you feel any better, right? As you said, Roxy, my dog started growling, and I thought we were going to have a little cacophony here, but not. We are going to discuss the Ohio State Buckeyes. It's got an impressive win, let's say, over Akron, 59-7. to The key storyline, Kyle McCord made his debut as a Buckeye. Our Mark Porter broke down every single throw in our weekly Buckeye in the Sky. You can see that linked below. You should definitely watch that before you listen to this. Dwayne, what did you see from Kyle McCord? And let's pitch it forward. Did you see enough that you think there was a legitimate quarterback controversy? However, I might add before you answer that, Ryan Day said yesterday that C.J. Stroud's shoulder is improving, but it's day-to-day. So they're not going to tell us before the game probably who's going to be the starter, given what you know. Assess the situation. Oh, well, I don't think there's a quarterback controversy. And really, there shouldn't be. Uh there was nothing – you can't tell me that uh, McCord was so much better than Stroud that he deserves a start. Or even let's throw Jack Miller in there. He played very well too. What we did learn is, one, we needed to get these guys on the football field. We've tried – some fans just think, okay, well, they're high school superstars. are going to come right in, and they're going to be throwing a ball around like, like Tom Brady. And it's just not the way it is. Uh, these kids needed to be on the field. We saw that no better, no better uh, example than the first four balls that, um, that's that uh, McCord threw. first one. He throws in the dirt. Second one. He throws what is a lateral on a, on, on a slip screen. He <laughs> third one, he throws into the stands. He went Joe Boserman. And fourth, fourth one, he was late, and the defensive back got a hand on it. It was not a great ball anyway. And then from there, he settled down and threw the football as well as Stroud. You can't, you can't really say from what we saw that one is so clearly better than the others. Stroud has the most experience, and so he's going to put up bigger numbers. He's got more balls. He's put more balls in the air. But, uh, you know, I think that we come out of this saying, okay, we can go in with any of these three guys and win football games. That is the one takeaway I have from it is that uh, we've recruited well. These guys are 
as talented as we thought they would be or hope they would be. They just need game experience. And we found out here that getting the guys on the field, letting them calm down, you're in Ohio State now. This is not your, you know, these guys you've been throwing around football with uh, all your life down at at, uh, hometown. This is the big time. And, uh, you know, uh, he set him the cord, settled down. Miller didn't even really need to calm down. He came in. He's fine out right away. Didn't throw as many balls, obviously. But we got three talented kids that just need game experience. And I think we should continue to get these other two in there. Uh, we, we need to get both of them in there and get them more reps as the, as the season goes on. Injuries happen. Now, as far as what's going on this week with uh, – with you know Stroud, if there's any injury to him still, I don't see any reason in playing him. Uh, you know, you're saying, well, Rutgers is just a, a little tougher opponent. Well, yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. But I thought that that both the other guys threw the ball well enough. And if Stroud was injured enough that he needs to come out of there, then let him get completely healed up. Put some faith in these kids. They've been on the field now. Uh, especially McCord, he threw a lot of balls, more, well, not a lot of balls, more balls than, than Jack Miller did, put him on the field. Let's see what he can do. What makes this really interesting to me is Kyle McCord is a Philly native. They're going to Rutgers, which isn't far away. Kyle McCord's dad played for Rutgers. So for him to get to start at Rutgers would be a super emotional deal for him. I didn't see anything from Kyle McCord that, that worries me. Let's just say that. I think you made an excellent point. He wasn't so good that he Wally picked C.J. Stroud, for that matter. I thought Jack Miller, like everyone has said, looked very comfortable in there. Yes, he was third team on third team, but he looked very comfortable. It will be interesting to see what they do this weekend, and I agree with what you said. I don't think C.J. Stroud will play if he has even a hint of soreness. There's just no reason to do it. I do think it's kind of poetic if Kyle McCord were to get his first start, it will be against Rutgers. Speaking of which... Speaking of which, this is probably the biggest game involving Rutgers in some time. It is a litmus test for Ohio State. If they go to Rutgers and really handle their business and look impressive, I think you make the argument they're on their way to hitting their stride and it's going to be an awesome year. If they go to Rutgers and struggle, I think that might be you know symbolic of the rest of the season ahead. Your thoughts on Greg Schiano and Rutgers coming up this weekend? Oh, I think they're going to come in confident. They played us tough last year. And now he says, well, they're a little bit vulnerable. They're not the team they were last year. We're going to have them on our home home, uh, home field. And this could be what kickstarts our program again. I think this is going to be uh, – he's probably targeted this game ever since he arrived back at Rutgers again. So they're going to come – and they come off a, a tough loss, but uh, they played well. And I think that they think they've got our number. I think they think they're going to win this football game. I think it is a litmus test for us. It is showing itself to be a better program under Shiano. So, you know, we go in there and we, we got a huge win this past weekend over an opponent that was clearly outmanned and outgunned and, and outcoached and it's just the way it is. But now uh, we, got a, we got an opponent that we can say, okay, what do we got here? We can really look at ourselves and say, Okay, this is uh, this is what we have. I think we're improved defensively, no question about it. The last couple of games, we should be even better. I think we're getting better personnel in there, Dan. I think we all have to look at 
what's going on. Like at the defensive line, we weren't getting anything out of uh, Teron Vincent. We just weren't. And uh, Michael Cage gets he- healthy. Or is it Mike? Jerron Cage. Jerron Cage gets healthy. He helped. Bigger body in there. Veteran guy. Uh, he really helped. And Tyleek Williams looks like at least a junior. I mean, the kid is playing like we hoped he would. Just didn't expect it this early, or at least I did. And and look how he's playing. We put those two guys in there. Harrison seems to have found uh, uh, another level, the level we hoped he'd get to. That was Akron, though. We're going to keep that in mind. But I think we're a better defense. Uh, I, I think that we're going to see it get better as guys get used to their roles and start going, oh, okay, my partner over here that I'm used to playing with now, I know what he's going to do here. And, and this guy over here, he's going to do this. And that is huge. We talk about the offensive line. That's the way it is all over the football field. The more familiar guys are with their position and the guys that are playing beside that, it matters. It really does matter. So uh, getting them in there and a name that we are all starting to talk about, Steel Chambers needs to be on the field more. He is the kid that's always around the ball. Linebackers that are always around the ball are eventually going to make something happen. Steel Chambers, I wonder what he would have been like if he would have been a linebacker the whole time here. It seems like every game, every game, he's closer to the ball. You see him on on uh, on the film more times because that he's around the football. He's he's going to really help us out. I like what's going on. I'm a little concerned about the safety position right now. I'm, I'm just not convinced about Shaw. I think we're going to be better defensively as the year goes along. We've gotten better the last couple of games when we made some changes. If you bet that today's accidental name drop would be Michael Cage and his jerry curl and ability to control the defensive glass, you're a big winner. (laughs) Secondly, one thing is for sure, whatever weaknesses Ohio State has, Greg Schiano knows them and will attempt to exploit them. He knows this roster very well. Whatever concerns you have, you're going to find out whether Ohio State can hack it against Rutgers. We're going to take a quick break, come back. Dwayne and I are going to give out three predictions for the rest of the season. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, we are back. Going to have a little fun here as we are wont to do sometimes. Dwayne and I are going to give you three hyperbolic predictions for the rest of the season. Our first one, shocker, it's about Travion Henderson. I'll give you mine, then you can give me yours. Mine is that Travion Henderson will be invited to New York for the Heisman ceremony. I thought this was going to be an outlandish request, and then I looked. He's already on, on the Vegas board as a Heisman contender, so he's behind all the major quarterbacks and such. But if you look at the quarterbacks that are up there, the Matt Corals, their teams need to do pretty well. I'm not sure they're going to do that. So I think Travion Henderson will be invited to New York. Your Travion Henderson prediction, Dwayne. Okay, I haven't gone that far. That's not really that outrageous considering what he's done. Mine was just to be he was going to be a freshman uh, Big Ten player of the year. 
that was that that's my prediction uh if he ends up in new york if he uh, think about this if he's big 10 uh player of the year he that, that seems like a recipe to end up in new york i'm not gonna be surprised this kid is just i mean you gotta say it he's even better than zeke when zeke was you know first arriving if you compare their their careers at the, at a similar point henderson is better than zeke and that's a big statement it is a huge statement, but it's accurate. He's so fast. That's the thing about it that just changes it with everything else. There are a lot of guys who have moves and see the hole and stuff, but there's so few guys who then have like that elite win the 100-yard dash in the state of Virginia speed. It's just incredible. I said it yesterday on excuse me on Sunday's show. To me, there are two running backs in the, in the nation right now that are just clearly ahead of everybody else and it's Henderson and Bijan Robinson who we discussed for three or four years neither one available for the draft I might add all right Dwayne your second prediction oh I got it I gotta say I gotta throw Spiller from Texas A&M in there with the two you named best backs in the country my second one Luke Weipler will stay at center for the rest of the year he's going to be the starting center the rest of the year that does not surprise me. What does surprise me about Whipler, that's a vocal dude. If you watch on the sidelines, he's talking all the time. I have attended high school in New Jersey. He's from Jersey, and he's got a little bit of that East Coast in him. I like it, and I like the prediction. Here's my prediction. We've talked about him plenty. When the season's over and we decide on who the real defensive MVP is, the answer will be Steel Chambers. Very impressive steel chambers. And he's something we didn't have, which is a playmaking solid linebacker. So I'm not saying he's the best player in the defense, but it'll be the MVP for what he brings. Your thoughts. Uh, well, uh, that leads right into my third prediction that, that steel chambers is going to lead this team in tackles, even though he was not a starter for the first few games and wasn't playing a lot. He's still going to lead the team in tackles. The kids all over the place. He's, all over the place and that's what you need in linebackers guys that that see where it is and go get it that's what linebackers are supposed to do and that's what he does better than any linebacker on this roster all right my last one is kind of a reinforcement of what we had talked about earlier in the year first Buckeye taken in the draft will be Nicholas Petit Frere your thoughts I'm not seeing him in draft the top players for the draft and I don't get, they must not feel like he's really sure coming out. I do. I mean, it makes sense that he's going to co- come on out. And when you watch him, he's just, nobody's doing anything with him, Dan. That's, you don't want to hear anything. Yeah. Yeah. The last thing you want is an offensive lineman people are talking about. Remember Harry Miller from last year? We were talking way too much about Harry Miller. Why? Well, let's not go back over that. But yeah, when you don't hear about an offensive lineman, that's a good thing. And, you know, just sitting as, as I do, I tend to watch offensive line play and just watching them. I've seen guys just kind of back off like, I'm not getting by this guy. I might as well drop back in coverage. I mean, I've seen guys do that. And it didn't, uh, just the way the play broke down, it didn't appear like that was their assignment. He's dominating out there. He's absolutely dominating. I'll finish with this. For Ohio State to probably be anywhere near the national championship contender, we all hope. They're going to have to get it done on the ground. It's going to be a Travion Henderson and offensive line as our best card. Let's hope it works out. We appreciate Dwayne stopping by. Have a good one, Bucknutters. 